Reb Michal von Zlachev, the famous Rebbe, had a pair of tefillin that was highly coveted. He got it from his father, Rav Yitzchak. I don't know, maybe it was packed down from generations. I think there's a legend that they were the Baal Shem Tovs, perhaps. And he cherished these tefillin. Reb Michal was an unimorud. He was a very poor person. And many occasions, people approached Reb Michal and they said, Rebbe, if you sell us the tefillin, we will give you a fortune of money, enough money for you to live comfortably for quite a while. Which was a big thing for Reb Michal, who was an unimorud. He lived in abject poverty. One year, for whatever the reason was, maybe there was an embargo, maybe there was war, there was no Lulav and Esrig in the town of Zlachev. And Remicha was frantic. A day or two before Sukkot, a fellow shows up in town with one Esrig and one set of Lulav Madasim and Esrigim. It was a beautiful one and he wanted a fortune and no one in the town had the money to give it to him. Or no one in the town wanted to give the money for that. So Remicha went around and he made it known that he's selling the tefillin. And he figured like this, I put on the tefillin many times, but, and I could put on a different pair of tefillin, but not to have a lulav and esrug, that's a mitzvah yveris, that's a passing mitzvah. If I don't do it, I'll never have this sukkah again. So you let the word out onto the street that he's selling the holy tefillin of his father, his father Bitzchah gave him, who perhaps were passed down from the Baal Shem Tov. And sure enough, someone came along and bought it from him. I think it was for 50, whatever the currency was in those days. And Remicha was ecstatic. He goes to the merchant, the fellow that brought the Lulav and Esrik, and he buys from him, he goes, Givaldi will be able to be kind of mitzvah, and the whole town will be able to be kind of mitzvah. And he comes home, floating on cloud nine, and he's so besimcha, and he's so happy. And he's holding a Lulav and Esrik, and everything. His wife says to him, Michal, how'd you get that? And he says, you're not going to believe this. It's the only Lulav and Esrik, and I'm the old proud owner. She goes, really? And where'd you have the money to do that? He goes, I paid for the whole thing. COD. He goes, and how did you get the C for the OD? He says, I, 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 I sold my, my father's tefillin, those holy tefillin. You what she says to him? You sold those tefillin? You know how many offers you've got that could have helped our family have Parnassah for months and maybe years? And you sold it for a lulav and an esrig? Where's your sensitivity? And in a fit of rage she goes. She takes the esrig and she throws it on the floor. And she makes it puzzle. And Remichel is standing there forlorn. He doesn't have those chashavit tefillin anymore. And he doesn't have the esrug. What does he have? And if we were in that situation, who knows how angry we would have gotten. But Remichel didn't get angry. And Remichel says, I don't have the tefillin. And I don't have the lulav and esrug. And maybe I don't even have shalom bias. But one thing I will have, and that's self-control. And I won't have kas. And I won't have anger. And I won't respond negatively. And I'll remain calm. And who knows, perhaps in Rebbe playbook, that was so much more precious than everyone in the whole town of Zlachev, shaking Lulav and Esrik. And that night, Rabbi Yitzchak, his father, came to him in a dream, and he says, you know, when you sold those tefillin, which were so precious to you, to buy the Lulav and Esrik, it made a rash in Shemaim. There was a tremendous tumult in heaven. Look at this person's dedication to the mitzvah of Lulav and Esrik. But understand something, when you didn't get angry, that was worth so much more to the Rabbeinu Shalilam than any Lulav, than any Esrit, than any precious pair of tefillin. These are high and very lofty levels, and I don't know that we could even relate to them. But one thing I do know, each one of us can work a little bit on the Midah of Kas. By doing so, it avoids Hashem. By doing so, it perfects our Neshama. By doing so, it helps our Shalom Bayis. By doing so, it helps our Chinach Banim. By doing so, it helps our Bein Adam And by doing so, 
It's Avedis Hashem, perhaps, on the highest level, the Rabbi Hashem should give us Siyata Dishmaya, that we should somehow be able to find it within ourselves, to start working on the Midah of Kas. And Be'ezer Hashem, with Hashem's help, our lives will take such a positive upgrade, and our Avedis Hashem, too, will become off the charts.